Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. John Hansen joins us now for some extremely local news. John does the uh, podcast for Block Club Chicago, and of course, you hear him at six here in the evening on the program called "What Is It Called?" Your, what happened to your money? Is that the what name happened? of it, John? <laughs> well, yeah. Most of last year was "What Happened to Your Money." This year is "We're Finding Your Money Again." So we hope your money your matters. Money matters. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, thirty years ago, John, in my old Albany Park neighborhood, you didn't uh, have the Brown Line. It, it was the Ravenswood, wasn't it? I knew you'd love this story bob <laughs> and this is about uh, just a kind of a retrospective that kaylee pedar wrote for us for block club chicago about how we just passed the 30-year anniversary of uh, the changing of the names from like you said those old route names that uh, everyday chicagoans would know but it would really confuse tourists and on february 20th 1993 they began labeling the trains lines by the colors, and the red line was the easiest one because that used to be on the map red already, and it's the most mm-hmm. used line. So they wanted it to stand out. They just decided to keep it with the red line. The others, they sometimes had naming contests to figure out which color to use, uh, but people still grumble about it to this day, local Chicagoans, or they still use the old names. But it was a cool look back uh, for those that don't know or don't remember the old names. Uh, the old Howard Englewood Jackson Park line, of course, was the red line and some other ones too it's just a cool and kind of hard to believe for some folks that it's already been 30 years but it just like willis tower to see you know sears towers to willis tower you know for some people they'll never uh, let go of those names but for many of us it is just kind of adapted and over time we just change with the names I finally let go of that about five years ago, so it only took me 25 years, <laughs> hey, there John. there you go. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's hear about this new Southside Sports Bar. Yeah, this is cool. This is in the North Lawndale neighborhood, which for many years has been a disinvested community, but it is starting to really have a revitalization, especially along Ogden Avenue, which just traverses through North Lawndale, and there's Douglas Park there, too. And this is a great story. An Army veteran, her name is Shatandria Cox, she got a $184,000 community development grant and wants to open a sports bar it's called 1440 sports bar grill named after the address 1440 south Ketsy. and i love when people do that because then it's really easy to find um but they had to apply for the grant uh, she did many times but now she's reclaiming a building that had been actually in her family for years which is fascinating uh, they have a connection to this building and now they want to build it out they need that money to really change the whole thing get it up to code do all the renovations but they hope to open up soon. There was over 600 applicants for these grants, and about 80 folks were able to get them. And the grant covers about 75% of the construction costs to the bar. So could be seen as just one more new development in an area that is really trying to revitalize itself with a great community right off Douglas Park. And uh, I think we all wish her well. For sure. And there's a boxing gym on North Springfield trying to help kids. Uh, give us the info on this, John. Yeah, it's called the Barracks. It's at 1919 North Springfield. It opened a couple of years ago. David Ortiz and Antonio Beniquez opened this gym. And, um, you know, it's like a lot of boxing gyms, right? You pay there for a membership. But one thing they really wanted to do, especially in the Hermosa community, is have outreach to underserved youth. A lot of uh, youth in the in the Humble Park neighborhood, Hermosa, you know, unfortunately, if you don't give them a lot of things to do, sometimes, you know, we, we, we've seen this story time and time again. They 
they turn to activities which are a little bit, um, you know, sometimes they end up in gangs, other things along those lines, other activities. Any kid, you want to give them things to do. So they've had this program that it offers free classes uh, once a week for youth in the community, but they've really found that one of the sticking points, uh, and maybe it's hard to imagine if you just grew up and your parents were able to drive you anywhere or you had access to public transportation that got you quickly around, but it's been a real struggle to get kids transportation to go to the gym, right? There's not a lot of great bus lines and uh, L tracks that go between the two neighborhoods. So they are getting a van and they're raising money. They have a fundraiser online. It's linked in the Block Club Chicago story. They're trying to raise $30,000 for a van that would literally go around kind of like an airport shuttle and pick up some of these kids, bring them to the boxing gym, give them that outlet, give them that uh, positive experience uh, once a week, help them, you know, remain physically in shape and, you know, all the benefits we all talk about with sports and activity. Um, But they really need this passenger van. And uh, if you uh, have a couple extra bucks or you're looking to help out uh, kids in a community that could use a little help, uh, it's called the barracks. And again, that story is at blockclubchicago.com. John Hanson, and you hear him after Lisa Dent, and want to promote something you got going this evening, John? Yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, markets obviously opened up today. That's good news after a couple uh, down days, especially Tuesday, and we'll do your hometown Woodstock. We're going to have the brewery on from Woodstock. I I stopped on by when I was shooting the video, and uh, I thought, let's get you guys on here, find out the ins and outs financially uh, about running a a brewery in Woodstock. What a nice town. And I'm sure you, uh, your research was uh, very thorough and extensive on that, wasn't yeah. it? A couple uh-huh. hours long, and then uh, I, I made the spouse drive home. So that's the way that worked out. <laughs> All right. Uh, your Money Matters, tonight at 6 with John Hansen. And again, for more on extremely local news, blockclubchicago.org. Thank you, John. Take care, Bob.